0: What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Clutch Picks Podcast, Week 11. I am here with my friends, my co-hosts, Charles Giacometti, Jason Anderson, and Nico DeLuca. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media. Facebook is Clutch Picks Sports Gambling. Twitter and Instagram, at Clutch underscore Picks. One, not a good week for me. I'm going to get it right out there. I did not have a good performance. I hit a lot of my straight bets. Thought I had a nice parlay in there, put a decent chunk, more than I won on my straight bets, and Tom Brady bent me over the railing and had his way with me. So, not good for me at all.
1: Yes, yeah, Sundays are Sundays. There's no doubt, Sundays are Sundays, and uh, I had a good Sunday uh, going into Monday night game. Hit a couple money, hit a couple dollars on the uh, roulette, online roulette, but uh, Rams fucked me backwards and sideways. Uh, so, I don't know if you guys had any 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 cash, but I had an okay okay week. Yeah,
2: um, I had – um in all the books, I, I had a lot of faith in the Eagles this week. I think the Broncos kind of had like a fluke win against the Cowboys. Cowboys didn't show up that week. So, I just had um, – in all my books, I just put put the house on the Eagles' money line. So, I mean, I had a monster week just like – just off of one bet in every one of my books, so –
3: Eight and one for me this week on
2: straight bets, but, um,
3: I lost on a player prop again. Every time I lose it's normally on a player prop, I should probably just give it up, but I had a little bit of profit this weekend. So no complaints.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. Jay. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, at least someone was making money. You and Nico over there. Like I said, I, ha- I had a real fucking rough go. So my motto these past couple weeks seemed to be to write the ship. Um, not much more I can say, you know. I, I have a winning week, then I go and I fucking have a losing week, and I just can't seem to get in a groove here. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to settle that and, and get that fixed here. So all right. So without further ado, first game on our slate for week eleven is not gonna be the Thursday night football game. That's someone's lock. So we are gonna hold that off until the end. So first game up, we have the Indianapolis Colts at Buffalo. Right now, Buffalo's minus seven and a half in FanDuel, minus seven in DraftKings. Over-under is 50, stagnant across the board, not moving. Nico, what do you got?
2: I mean, the Bills are the most hot and cold team right now, and the Colts are on a winning streak right now. I really like the way the Colts are playing. They're running the ball really well. They might have handed off the um, play sheet to someone else because they're finally giving Jonathan Taylor touches that he needs. I really like the Colts plus seven and a half here just because the Colts might be able to chew some clock up and keep Josh Allen off the field. So I think I'm heavily on the Colts plus 7.5. I mean, that's hard for me to say, just because if the Colts lose two, three more games, the Titans do clinch that playoff berth in the division. But I, do, I don't I do think the Colts will win, but I do think they will cover the 7.5. It's just I like that hook a lot.
0: I just have my, – dude, my only fucking worry here is right now Buffalo's first against the run. And I think like, I mean, their, their defense is just playing so fucking well. I just, dude, I'm going to have a tough time laying the points with the Colts here, but of course I'm going to, I mean, what the fuck, what kind of fan would I be if I didn't? So I'm going to be on Colts here with you too, Nico, seven and a half. I'm going to get in early on FanDuel. So before it shifts down to seven, I feel like a lot of people too, kind of like you said, Colts are playing hot right now. So a lot of people are going to tail, um, I'm going to try to get it in early. And then if that line goes up, I'm going to get it back.
2: Yeah, um, I just think I just think the Colts offensive line is finally coming together with all the money they spent. I mean, the first few weeks, obviously, they, they haven't played together, so it, it was going to take some time for them to get um, just playing together. And they're finally healthy, their offensive line. So, I mean, the Bills who the Bills have faced so far, they really do not run the ball well. Besides Tennessee, they really have not had a hard, that hard of a schedule. So. I think that first in the run game is not really showing how good their run defense is. I think the Colts will probably have 150 plus on the ground that week.
0: I fucking hope so.
3: I'll take the Buffalo Bills here, minus seven and a half. I think Buffalo, um, I mean, obviously, Corey, you mentioned they're number one against the run, but they're pretty sure they're top three against the pass as well.
0: Yeah, number two. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They have like the best defense in the NFL. And when you have a guy like Carson Wentz who, could be forced to put the team on his back a little bit. If Jonathan Taylor gets slowed up a little bit, it's a recipe for disaster and the bills are at home. So I'll just, I'll take Buffalo. The Colts are an indoor team and weather's going to be chilly. Give me Buffalo.
1: I definitely think Buffalo is a better team in this game. And I think they're getting going. I think that offense is clicking and this is where I'm going to go with this one. Uh, I think, I think last week Indy played down to their opponent. I know they had a, a block punt return for a touchdown and then they kind of mellowed out in the second half, didn't score that many points. Um, I think this is going to be a shootout. I think this is going to be well over the total of 50 points. You know, both these teams are hitting over. Right? Both these teams like to score points and they're good at hitting overs after their wins. St- statistics will tell you to take the over, and I'm going to listen to the numbers on this one. I'm going to take Buffalo with the points, but I'm going to lay more money, more juice on the over 50 points.
0: Well, that's kind of surprising to me as. Just, I mean, Colts defense is playing well, too, right now. So just with, with both defenses, especially Buffalo playing so well, that, you know, that over is is, is a play that, you know, uh, that's kind of surprising. Definitely something that I'm going to have to think about a little more. So uh, good, good input there, Jock. I, I like that.
2: In my mind, I think Buffalo's is too hard to take right now just because of how inconsistent they've been recently. I do think that Buffalo plays their competition, too, to be honest with you, besides um, when they face the Dolphins, which is kind of odd. but. I don't know. This is this is gonna be a tough one, but I do just like the Colts here plus seven and a half.
0: Okay. All right. This well, the
2: two V two. That's the two V two?
0: Oh. Jock, you wanna do it? It's up to you, buddy.
2: Yeah, we'll do
3: it.
0: All right, there you go, Jay. You got it. Two V two. So we'll recap. Technically six and one, but we're gonna give him six and two because you know it was Titans. So without without asking Nico, we're gonna say two and two. Nico and I are six and two, obviously Jock and Jason. Two and six. So, uh, we're looking to obviously extend that a little bit there. You know, uh, Pirtle, our guest last week and I were, were on a 2v2 two two against those guys. And it was a good game, actually. You know, I think it was, what we get him? Two and a half, three and a half. So, uh, either way, I think Titans won by two points. So that was definitely, definitely a close game there. Good win for you guys. So, uh, looking to extend it here. Next game up, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Chicago Bears. Right now, Baltimore is minus six and minus six and a half. I mean, you could find this number with the hook, without the hook, whatever you think. Uh, I mean, obviously Justin Tucker is not going to miss a fucking kick. So over under is 45 and a half and 45 kind of not really moving that much. It's just kind of hovering around that number. So this one's my game. How the fuck do you not take the Ravens minus six and a half here? I mean, you're getting it at minus one Oh five. So fucking, I mean, value there already, You don't have to have to lay so much juice with them. And I I just think the Ravens coming off of a bad fucking loss, Lamar going home to Miami, Jay, I'm I'm happy for your dolphins, but dude, the Ravens just should not have have lost that game. Finally, Brian Flores looks like he's going to figure something out, but I mean, the Ravens looked like fucking shit. So I think coming off a loss, you know, kind of like the Cowboys last week, going to be pissed off. Ravens here, minus six and a half all day, every which way for me, no doubt.
3: I'll take the Bears. I think the Ravens stink, personally. Um, they, <laughs> their their defense isn't very good, and their offensive line, all they can really do is run the ball. And I mean, once you just uh, blitz Lamar, and clearly you saw that um, Thursday night where you blitz Lamar, he's going to shit his pants and do nothing. And the Bears, they probably have an equivalent defense to Miami. I mean, they're a top-ten defense, statistically, yeah. Um. But I think the bears are going to really get after them. Where's the game at again? Is it in,
0: it is in Chicago.
3: Oh, see, I, I love Chicago. Then I think the Ravens come out and struggle again. And um, you guys mentioned playing down to your competition. I mean, the Ravens, if you look at their scores up and down throughout the year, they've really played to their competition. I haven't yep. seen it, you know, so I don't know. I don't, I'm not putting a lot of money on it, but we'll see what happens.
2: Hey, Jason. I'm actually with you here. Um, I, I in, the, in probably like mid mid season so far, like week five or six, I haven't seen this podcast. I think the Ravens are a very fraudulent team. I think they're super inconsistent. And I know that um, Latavius Murray was not, um, I don't know if he's playing this week, but I mean, you could tell that they really struggled running the ball last week. And I do think the Bears are going to blitz some heavy, and Lamar really
1: does struggle against the blitz. So I'm definitely with you here. Bears plus six and a half one thing that we talk about a lot on the podcast i know jason talks about it a lot is that the ravens have a pesky man to man defense and they they're very stubborn when it comes down to it and you look at justin fields and you know his ability to you know to identify what's going on in the secondary you know and be able to make throws in tight windows against man to man coverage or one high coverage and it it just comes down to the consistency of it it's going to be cold uh And it's just it's just that Justin Fields, I don't trust him enough to score points and maintain drives against the Ravens defense. I'm not going to talk about the Chicago defense. Uh, I think we already touched on that enough. So I'm on the total here. I'm on the under 45 and a half just because the quarterback of Chicago, Justin Fields, I don't think he's going to be able to finish drives consistently and score points.
0: Now, just so you know, you could get that on um DraftKings right now for 45. So you can uh, get that hook there for you. If you're taking the under, actually, now that I say that FanDuel's giving you minus one Oh six for 45 and a half. So you might want to jump on yeah. that now if, if you're, if you're considering that, but I, yeah, I mi- like what
1: mi- minus one Oh six Oh six. We'll tell a story. It's probably going to go somewhere. I mean, it's close enough to even for me, but if it, if it goes up or down, I definitely want that hook in my, in my favor.
0: Yeah. Jay, Jay I do like what you said too. I fucking totally negated the fact I was on Chicago earlier in the year when they were at home. Um, and that one cashed for me. I think that was obviously fucking five weeks ago. Now, you know, I am a big believer in home field advantage. Now you guys don't hate fucking hearing it. Obviously it did not work out for the Raiders last week. You know, Jay, we're going right back to you anyway here. So let's see what you think about this one. Another fucking shit bowl here. We got Detroit lions at the Cleveland Browns. Browns right now, minus 10 over under is 44 and a half. This line is, I don't, I don't see it moving at all. Any which way, so um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this one. Go ahead.
3: To be honest, I really got nothing to say about this one other than I'm not interested in it. I mean, who who wants to put money on it? Cleveland's been inconsistent. Um, they're probably going to come out and knock the piss out, uh, Detroit, but like I said, it's, it's the Browns and the Lions. I just have no desire to get into this game, and even putting money on it would not get me into it. So that's all I got for you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, well, Detroit um, is not going to have a go to 0-17 for the first team ever. So, I mean, that's a huge plus for them. They got a tie against the Steelers. But, yeah, Jason, I'm kind of with you. I mean, I do – the Browns do – I think the Browns do cover here, but I'm not laying a nick on this game. The Browns got absolutely demolished last week, and this, this is just super tough. I mean, both these teams are very inconsistent, obviously, so this game could go either way. So I'm just going to totally stay away from this game, too.
0: This could be a first, uh, depending on what Jack says. But Jay, I'm just gonna say this: I'm telling you, I'm not fucking touching this game at all. I'm not gonna tune into it. I'm not even gonna fucking do like a touchdown score bet or anything. This is so pointless for me to even give it the most minute, minute fucking detail. It's not even worth it to me. No, nah, there's there's no no play here that interests me whatsoever.
1: That is too many points, Detroit. Detroit had a very prideful game. I thought uh, they they had a chance to win, but bad teams find a way to lose. They're definitely going to lose this game. I think Cleveland's going to establish the run, but that is too many points. I got Detroit covering that 10, um, and I think they're going to cover it pretty easily. I think it's going to be a one-score game. Cleveland's definitely going to win the game, but uh, that's too many points to give to uh, that team.
0: Can you guys give me some insight on what the fuck that kick was in OT? for the Lions, the, the, the game-winning kick attempt. I mean, uh, I just – Jock, I was sitting next to you, and I, I was at a loss for words.
1: I think – That um, team's find way
2: to lose. I think the kicker had um, money on the tie, actually. <laughs> so I think he won a big chunk of money there.
0: Dude, only 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 logical explanation. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, the
2: kicker had a lot of money on the tie, so I think it was, it was like, probably $10,000. So he, he definitely walked away from there. Um, might not have to work ever again.
0: Jason, don't go anywhere yet here. We're going right back to you. We couldn't give this game to Nico. Obviously, he's a little biased. Two AFC South teams, couldn't give it to me. We got Jock Jock coming up next. So we got Houston at Tennessee. Right now, the spread's kind of moving a little. We got minus 10.5 and minus 10. Over-unders 44.5. That doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Um, Not really sure what I'm going to do here, so maybe you can convince me.
3: Probably going to have to just ride the hot hand here. And, and until Tennessee, you know, drops one, um, you just got to keep batting them every week. So they kind of proven everyone wrong and they're winning without their Henry. And so I don't know. We'll
1: probably, I'll probably take the Titans here, but I'm not in love with it. I have one play. Go ahead. Nyx, go ahead. I feel like this is, um, I know I'm not really a big tease guy,
2: but I feel like this is a really big tease game. If you could drop it down to like three and a half, four, and find another pair. I know I'm not really a big tease guy, but minus four, I think, is a perfect number. The Titans are really, really struggling on offense. I know they're winning games, but this might be a game where they hopefully get rolling with their offense. But the past two weeks, it's just kind of showing how much we do. We need Derrick Henry. And thank God our defense is stepping up at the right time. But, I mean, this is just a, would be a tease with another pair for me.
0: Jock, before you go, I want to guess what your one play was, okay? Tell me if I'm right. Adrian Peterson, anytime touchdown score.
1: That's exactly it. And if, if there's a time, <laughs> if there's a time that he's going to score, or even getting some kind of rhythm, he already, already scored, Jock. He scored first week, first game, life. yeah, first game. First game. I'm talking about like getting in a rhythm, you know, oh, rhythm being, yeah, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, getting in a rhythm, being you know, being what could be in every down back or even a feature back, you know, just getting more snaps. It's a game like this to get in there, get in the passing game, get involved. And I think he's going to get in the end zone here. You could probably get it plus money from the amount of snaps he's getting. Yeah, I'm getting a. I'm getting AP anytime touchdown score. It's a rhythm bet.
0: Only only reason I knew that is because you were on it two weeks ago. You were on it last week, and you hit it. You hit it the first week. Last week we were really close. Didn't he go down on the one yard line or something like that? You were fucking freaking out. Yeah. So so I red zone. I had a good feeling that you were on this and I'm going to tell you, cause I think it hits. I think the fucking Texans are just absolutely horrible, especially, you know, against the Titans team who Jason, what you touched on is just in a fucking flow and, and winning games that frankly, I no one really expected them to win. So good for them. It hurts as a Colts fan to see it, you know, it just keeps getting further and further away. But I think, I think Jock, I like that. And, Jay, I'm with you. I mean, all the way, man. I think Titans have been playing super well and well enough to, to reward and earn that, that spread. So no doubt there. All right, Jock, like I said, you're up next. You might be a little conflicted on this one because, you know, you are a Saints fan, but you live in Philly. So you have New Orleans at Philadelphia. Right now, Philly is minus 1.5 all across the board, best odds on FanDuel. Over-under is 43.5, not moving. I'm excited for this. I know that you said you and Philly Pert were going down to the tailgate. I'm trying to maybe find an Amtrak and, and get down there for this weekend. I feel like that'd be a lot of fun, but uh, or enough of that. Go ahead. What do you got?
1: Yeah, you know, this is going to be a tough game for the Saints. And, you know, there's a lot of question marks in that backfield with Kamara. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? I know Mark Ingram stepped into that role last week and did a pretty nice job. Yeah, you know, just the same problems going on. You know, you lose Winston and then, you know, this whole offseason, you don't really find anything at the wide receiver spot. You don't really you're not really aggressive in it in the market. Michael Thomas goes down. So the offense is pretty depleted. Are we doing things right? Yeah, we're moving the ball a little bit. Trevor Simeon's doing the best he could you know, work in the offense, but he's not blowing anybody away. He's not going to make big time throws. And your same narrative, you're going to be leaning on that defense. And how long could you lean on that defense? I said it before and I'll say it again. They struggle against running quarterbacks. They have for the longest time. Jalen Hurts beat them last year in Philly during the COVID year. And I see the same thing. It's a pick right now. If Kamara comes back It probably will go to the Saints being the favorite in this one. I think I think Philadelphia as a home underdog, you just have to take them right now. I got Philadelphia Eagles money line. That's the play coming off a big road victory.
0: I'm seeing Eagles minus one and a half. So not really underdogs, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna be all over Eagles minus one and a half, especially like I said, dude, right now in FanDuel it's minus one oh six. So you're getting you're getting money there if if you normally bet those minus one ten, 110s. So um, big chunk for me on on Eagles here, no doubt.
3: Nah, I'm going to take the Saints here. I don't think the Eagles are very good. And I think when they put together a good performance like they did last week against Denver, it's going to be tough for them to do it again. And I think the Saints are going to be playing a little bit desperate after losing a tough one last week. So I think the Saints should cover the spread. That's probably what I'll take.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, Jason. I'm, I had my um, one Eagles bet of the year and a hit, so now I'm just fully staying away. They're super inconsistent. <laughs> and I think Jalen Hurts is really going to struggle against this defense. I know Jock said that um, Saints do struggle against um, running quarterbacks, but I feel like they, they're going to try keeping him in the pocket, and I think Jalen Hurts is really going to struggle. So I'm going to have Saints um plus one and a half or Saints money
1: line right now. Guys, if I'm being honest with you, I'm looking at the Saints' schedule. If the Saints don't win this game, they're not winning a game till middle of December. They got the Eagles, then they got the Buffalo Bills, followed by the Dallas Cowboys. They're not going to win a, any of those games without a quarterback or wide receiver. So, if you want to look at it that way, it kind of is like, do I do we have any hope of making a wild card spot? Always and, and if the NFC,
2: the NFC is also super weak. Minnesota is actually. In
1: playoff contention right now, four and five is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, where do you see Trevor Simeon playing in a playoff game? You got to be honest with yourself. Well, I mean, he oh, but, he's, uh, I
3: could see him beat the Eagles.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about future bets right now. I'm talking
2: about right now against the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts will struggle. I mean, Tannehill struggled for sure. If the Eagles Saints running, have
1: championship defense,
2: if the, if the Eagles struggle running the ball early, Jalen Hurts will be forced inside the pocket and they will have – and the Saints defense will have a field day. That's just how I see it. I'm, I'm not talking about next Damn. week when they get ravaged by the Cowboys or whatever. Like I'm not talking about this spread right now. I do think the Saints cover and win.
1: That's
0: a good point. Fuck. Well, now I'm second-guessing it, so um, I guess you guys did your jobs there. Fuck. You know, I, I was I was pretty confident in that Eagles pick, but Jason, Nico, you guys made some, some pretty good points there. If you could make Hurts uncomfortable, you're going to get mistakes out of them. And Saints defense is good enough to, to capitalize this. on those.
1: The bet comes down to this: Do you trust the, the Eagles' offense to score against the Saints' defense? There's no there's nothing Do you, do you trust? That. Do you trust either either offense to score against either defense? Because <laughs> because the Saints the Saints seriously are, aren't going to. You can't trust Sever, Trevor Simeon to go on a two minute drive uh, going into halftime. He, he, did, he did. He did it, it just last can't. week. He did it last week against the Titans, right, but it's. You just can't expect it to be consistent. You can't expect Trevor Simeon to to be a, a quarterback to fit a system in the NFL. He, he's there's There's
2: probably ten to twelve quarterbacks that you could trust. I mean, Trevor Simeon did it last week. I don't see why he can't do it again. If it's a two minute drill, he gave me a. He he, he did it against a great Titans defense too. As of right now, they're playing really well. And They're, how many deep
3: passes do the Eagles give up? It's like every time you watch the Eagles, it's like the middle of the field. It's
1: like they just completely forget about it.
3: Yeah, just it's
0: fucking true. bombs, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Trevor
1: like Simeon's going to have said, some chances. Like I said, Camara is a huge question mark. It, it, he's the whole offense. They basically mark, mark Ingram looked great last week. I mean, it's not like he looked yeah. good, but he needs to, He's a feature back. He, in this oh, point sure. of his career, he's a feature back. And when you lose Camara, you're talking about an MVP caliber running back in the NFL. Sure. He is, and it's just the matter of the fact is you need to have that guy in the game. It just match-up-wise and respect-wise just opens up the field so much. He's going to have a huge impact on that game because I think the Philly linebackers suck, and if he's in that game, Kamara might, might go off and win that game by himself.
0: Okay, next game up, we have the ever-fucking-dreaded Washington football team. I mean, absolutely fucked me last week, just took my bank account and said, fuck you, Corey. So Washington at Carolina right now, Carolina is minus three and a half over under is 43. This is my game. And I mean, as much as I hate to say it, actually, first things first, fuck the Panthers. Yeah, fuck the Panthers. I mean, <laughs> the Panthers fucking suck. I mean, they are absolutely fucking horrible, but I'm on the Panthers here. Minus three and a half. I just don't see how, how you can't be. You know, they got some momentum beating the Cardinals, even though, they were without a quarterback and without a wide receiver. Just Panthers minus three and a half here seems to be a great number to me. I feel like I'm seeing this spread very well. Minus 105 in FanDuel. So, again, don't have to lay all that juice. Still get some fucking good value there. I know at least two of you are going to disagree with me, but give me the Panthers minus three and a half all over it.
2: Corey, I'm with you, Um, especially if um, camp starts, actually, because Chase Young actually is towards ACL, and – I think Washington might struggle against the run, and I think they're going to be run. The Panthers are going to be run heavy this week with McCaffrey and Cam. So I'm totally with your Panthers minus three and a half.
3: Yeah, I'm going to take Carolina too. I think I don't think Cam Newton's some great quarterback, but he did add a nice little leadership element to the sidelines this week. I think the Panthers are going to feed off that, and they're going to be able to fucking definitely beat the Redskins by at least three and a half. So that's whoa, all I whoa, got. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: There it is. Oh, I thought you were just going to say four skins plus three and a half.
1: Uh, No, I was correcting Jason because he (laughs) said red skin and it's four skin on this show. Yeah. Honestly, I'm taking Washington four skins money line at plus 155. Wow. That's my play. I don't know why, but that's my play.
0: I mean, I just want to say it one more time. I feel like obviously we're kind of on different pages here, but fuck the Panthers. I feel like even though they can make me some money this week, I still don't like the fucking Panthers. You know, I've held a grudge against them for four weeks now, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Matt Rule is my Matt Nagy, Jock. So what Matt Nagy is to you, Matt Rule is to me. I fucking hate the Panthers. But they're going to win this game by a touchdown or more. Free money right here, basically. So Well, that was an easy one. my fuck. Um,
1: that's my fuck it play of the week, right there. Your fuck, fuck it play, it. right there,
0: Washington. Washington money line, huh? <laughs> money line.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: okay. All right, Nico, you're up here. Finally, we get to hear you talk for a little. So, we got San Francisco at Jacksonville right now. San Francisco's minus six and a half. Over under is at forty five and a half in FanDuel, forty five in DraftKings. Go ahead.
2: I mean, San Fran shocked the whole um, everyone with the this that Rams game um, yesterday. When we were talking in the chat, and Jason was bringing up him, how like San Fran's finally getting a little healthy. And I'm starting to see. I mean, I saw Kittle pancake Fawn Miller in his first game in a Rams uniform. I mean, who would have ever thought that? I mean, I do have San Fran minus 6.5. I don't think Jacksonville's good. And I think San Fran's going to win it by at least 6.5. Maybe a touchdown-plus game here for me. So San Fran minus
0: 6.5. Tail. I'm going to keep it short, simple. Tail. Uh, San Fran cost me money last week. Jason, Um, you kind of convinced me a little bit. I always thought that they were overrated. I think that, uh, you know, they only beat bad teams until last week. And that was the first time that they were fully healthy, which you kind of brought to my attention. And dude, fucking Kyle Shanahan. I, I want to take it before you can. Obviously, you could touch on a little more than me, but that guy is a genius a genius with the run game. Imagine what he could do with an O-line like the Colts or, or, or any, I mean, top 10 O-line. I just, fuck dude. Uh, short, sweet tail. Nico, absolutely San Fran minus six and a half all day, every day, twice this weekend. No doubt.
3: I like San Fran too. I think they kind of showed everybody that they can bulldoze you over when they want to, and they don't really have to drop back and throw it. I think they just got kind of stick to that formula. They got the, they got Kittle, and they got that nice block and fullback, and like you said before, Shanahan—he's—he's he's creative with his running plays, and it really confuses the defense because it looks the same, but it's not. And this guy's pulling, and this guy's not. And uh, yeah, I just think San Fran really showed what they are capable of, and I think they're going to continue it.
1: I thought, I thought uh, they called a great game last week. I thought that game was called to perfection. And their defense got a, needed to stop. That defense wasn't getting the ball. I mean, they weren't producing turnovers, and they did it early against a good team in the Rams. It basically put out the fire early on. I, does defense, you know, feed off that? I don't know. But I thought the offensive game plan was spot on. Run the ball, uh, establish the line of scrimmage, neutralize the pass rush when you need to. And if they stick to that against the Jags, this is going to be a blowout. This 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 has blowout written all over it. Yeah, uh, I'm all over San Fran here. That it's just the San Fran the San Fran scheme and game plan is just going to be too much. Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence, uh, just just too much to handle playing a hot team like that right now. I, I shouldn't say a hot team, just getting hot, and getting hot, getting healthy and running the ball well.
0: Uh, kiss of death. Just so everyone knows, there, Jock back to the the joint bankroll. I'm not really sure. I haven't checked if it worked out for us. Uh, I had some, obviously, some other plays going on last week, but, you know, we're right back at it this week. Every single one of us, Sant Brand minus six and a half. That should be automatic fade or automatic tail for some of you. So make sure, you know.
1: There's your tease partner. There's your tease. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah.
0: I like that a lot. That's a good point, Jock. It's a good one. So, all right. Well, moving on here. Jock, we're going right back to you anyway. Probably, I mean, my, one of my favorite games of the week absolutely has to be. I am looking forward to watching this game. Finally, you know, we got a, a 425 game, a mid-slate game that, that will keep me entertained on a Sunday afternoon. We have the Dallas Cowboys at Kansas City. Right now, Kansas City's minus 2.5, over-under is 56 and uh, here we go, 56 in FanDuel, 56 and a half in DraftKings, and 55 and a half in MGM. So take your fucking pick. You get it all over the place here. Uh, that line for the spread does seem to be pretty stagnant, not moving much. Although if you're on the Cowboys, you could get them right now at minus 102. Practically even money on FanDuel. So, Jock, uh, I cannot wait to hear what you have to say. I think that you guys are going to make a lot of good points in this game. One of my favorite games of the week. Go ahead.
1: The over. I don't care what the number is. This is going to be an absolute shootout. I think it's just going to be two offenses, defense optional, up and down the field. Do whatever you want. Mahomes might throw for 500 in this one. I have it in the <laughs> primetime game, and you're going to see Mahomes start launching this thing. I thought he looked a little bit better. Might throw pick six. Who cares? Still more points. Dallas is 4-2, and two, covering the over after a win. Kansas City right right behind him at three and two covering the over after when both of them, both, both of them coming off wins. I got the over here. Don't care what the number is over all the way. I like Dallas in this one, but if there
3: was a gun to my head, I would probably take Kansas city. So with that said, I'm probably not going to put any money on this game. And like I've said in the past, just kick my feet up and enjoy two good teams. Really, duke it out in prime time and not have to worry about who the fuck's making plays and who's not. I'll throw my money elsewhere. But I really think what can benefit the Cowboys is, is the fact that they're not a one trick pony. They can come out and ram it down your throat, or they can drop back and throw it 50 times and beat you. And Kansas city is a little bit more what the word I'm looking for. One dimensional on offense, but, uh, Randy Gregory, I believe his name is, and DeMarcus Lawrence are out on the Cowboys defense alliance. So maybe Kansas City will be able to run a little bit, but definitely one I just want to enjoy.
0: The last thing that I expected was to be talked out of betting this game. Jay, I swear to God, dude, the past couple weeks, you have just been preaching, preaching to me. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know how to describe it. You just convince me to do things. And it's always the right call. I mean, once I hit my first slump in like week eight, I think it was, remember that you had a monster week. And I said, from ne- the next week, I said, I'm just going to tail Jay. I tailed you. And I got back on track with, the, with, with some NHL plays too earlier in the week. But dude, last thing I fucking expected was to, was to not bet this game. And now all of a sudden I, I don't want to bet it. I, I, I feel like ugh, if I had to, which I might just because I feel like it, it may make me scream a little louder, but uh Cowboys money lines calling my name here, you know, underdogs going into arrowhead. I really like, I really, really like Cowboys money line here. I just think that people are going to flock to Kansas city after their blowout of the Raiders. Jay, kind of like you said, Dallas with the ability to throw the ball and have great receivers downfield in Amari Cooper, CD lamb, but then also turn around and jam the ball up your fucking throats with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. I feel like that will just take its toll on this Kansas City defense. Jock, I love the overplay too, so I'm going to be on that as well. Fuck, I'm going Cowboys money line, Cowboys spread. Fuck the spread. I'm doing Cowboys money line and the over. I feel like this is going to be a good game, and and I can't wait to sit there and, and see what unfolds.
1: Corey, I know you like uh, trends, so I'm just going to throw a little trend at you. Okay. This, this season, uh, looking at the points total, the Chiefs have hit overs in consecutive games. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about the under. Uh, week one, week two, they hit overs back-to-back. Weeks hit, hit the under. Uh, then following week, the under following weeks, both times hit the over. So consecutive overs. And then a streak of unders covering the over last week. So hoping for a second consecutive over you know, to follow that trend. That
0: just reinforces your play and makes me even more comfortable tailing you at that. So I like that. I like that.
2: The only thing I have for this game is um Dalton Schultz anytime touchdown. Ooh, um, the, the Chiefs have let up um eight tight end touchdowns this year. I think that's the second most in the NFL. So I think Dalton Schultz should be plus money, probably like plus one ninety, plus two hundred.
0: It's gonna be more so, than that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean he does be. have a lot, he does have a decent amount of touchdowns this year, but the t- the Chiefs do. Really do not have good um middle linebackers. So Dalton Schultz anytime touchdown. I do like the Cowboys money line, but uh, I'm not confident either, betting wise <laughs> for both. So I'm just gonna take Dahl and Schultz anytime touchdown. I yeah, don't is- know if you
3: guys have been following along. I'm sorry, Corey, to cut you off, but this is a good look. Like three or four weeks in the second half of games, the Chiefs actually set a record for like the fewest yards allowed and fewest points allowed in three games in second halves. So the Chiefs defense, is, it's kind of coming alive here. They're coached by Steve Spagnuolo, uh, Springfield College graduate, <laughs> his roommates with my high school coach, and he's the D.C. He's won multiple Super Bowls. Um, he's responsible for beating Tom Brady in those Super Bowls in those Giants days, and he's a good coach. He's finding a way to get Kansas City to make plays and create pressure. So I think Kansas City's defense deserves a, just a tad credit, not a lot but they deserve a little respect.
0: Yeah, definitely picking it up here, no doubt. And um, that's a good point too. I just, I mean, I am actually ecstatic to watch this game. When I say it's one of my favorite games of the week, it, should, it, it is. I think this is going to be a phenomenal game. I can't wait to see it. Chalk, like you said, a fucking shootout. I mean, I cannot wait to see all the points scored in this game. I'm going to be all over the over, especially now with with your trend. So, um I mean, I, I'm, I'm very, very happy that this is a a mid-slate game and and lets us take our attention off some of the uh, shittier games that we expect in the morning. So, all right, I'm up next here. We got my poor, poor Arizona Cardinals at Seattle. Uh, right now, though, Cardinals are minus two and a half away. So Seattle are home dogs here by two and a half points. Over-under is 49, not really moving that much. You get at 49 and a half in MGM, but... Other than that, it's kind of even across the board. Um, God, this is going to be another good game. Not sure what to take. Uh, I have not looked at the injury report yet on Kyler and uh, Hopkins. Obviously, that would influence this game exponentially. I mean, uh, you could easily see a fucking eight-point swing there if Kyler and and Hopkins come back. So um, right now, if I had to take something, I'm going to take Seattle Moneyline. Uh Seattle at home. I love home dogs. You guys know that. I just I, I think I think Seattle could win this game. I, I think Seattle uh will win this game, depending on injuries, of course. But you know, they had a shit showing against Green Bay last week. And I feel like with Russ coming back, now it's his second game back. His first game. They didn't even put a fucking point on the board. They got fucking shut out last week. So I just foresee this this one being kind of uh um, put us back on the radar map. Like, give us some respect. Russ is back. Seattle money line at home. Underdogs. I'll take it.
3: First Arizona.
0: Yeah, yeah right. How fucked, Jay. How fucked.
2: Is, is Kyler Murray playing? That's what I'm waiting for, too. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not looking at this game right now until the injury report um, is finalized.
0: I think what yeah, I'm going is... to do is get the number now where I want it for Seattle. And then if Kyler plays um i could either pull it or or i could just do like an an arbitrary bet and have you know cardinals to cover something like that so that way I, i'm kind of covered either way so that that's my plan but i feel like that number right now if kyler doesn't play is is a good number for sure for seattle so
3: yeah i mean i'm not really looking at this one it, it's going to come down to whether or not murray and hopkins are playing we probably won't know till the weekend so i'll probably just revisit this one either saturday night or sunday morning
2: yeah totally agree great.
0: All right, Jock's not even going to say anything. So, okay, just me here. And of course, I'm going against the fucking Cardinals. You guys know probably one of my favorite teams to bet on this year, besides the past couple of weeks. But I mean, wow. All right, Jay, that's okay. You're making up for it right here. We got Pittsburgh at Los Angeles. One of your favorite things. East Coast teams go to the West Coast, vice versa. You always touch on that. Uh, it's one of my favorite things that you say. Right now, we got Chargers minus five and a half, minus five, minus six. This line is all over. And you got over under forty seven, not really moving that much. So
3: uh
0: spread's moving a lot, over under is kind of stagnant. Uh Jay, what do you got? Primetime games, Sunday night football.
3: Probably gonna take the Steelers here. They'll be able to, you know, get to LA a day or two early, have the day to kick their feet up and get used to the fucking uh time uh time difference or whatever the fuck the proper term is. So I don't know. And Justin Herberts, he's been struggling, whether or not anybody else wants to say it. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. He has been struggling. And I just think the Steelers end up covering the spread. They got a really good defense and hopefully Ben comes back. I mean, the Steelers offense was so bad. It's almost like they have to do something after that performance, whether it's trick plays or something. They got to find some sort of fucking boost this week. And I think this is the week they're going to do it on prime time.
2: Never thought I would say this, but um, I think the Steelers have a huge day on the ground. Joey Bosa um, entered entered pro, um, COVID protocol, and he is not vaccinated, so I'm 100 percent certain he will be out. And their best la- linebacker is also out with COVID. I don't, I, he might be vaxxed, but I, they don't. They will obviously will not know until close to game time when it's last said and done. But I'm with you. I think i have Steelers plus six. I might um, actually take Steelers' money line, too, with this value. I think um, Harris will have a huge game if Big Ben plays. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But I just think the Steelers cover and have a chance to win this game. That's my fucking play of the week.
0: Holy fuck. The last thing that I expected was for Jason to take a team traveling across the country. And the second last, the second to last thing I expected was for Nico to say he's fucking tailing them. I mean, I, I'm in a, a fucking whirlwind right now. Uh, I got to think. Holy shit. Um, I
2: the like, Chargers aren't good. Chargers yeah, this aren't this good. is the first time actually um, betting against the Chargers. So. Dude,
0: yeah. I mean, what the fuck? That's what, Nico, you were, you were so high on Chargers. Oh, that's, and, dude, that's, and, what her,
2: that's what Herbert was playing out of his mind. I don't know what the hell happened. I mean,
0: I'm just going to – I'm fucking telling you guys. I, I, <laughs> I'm not going to fade you on this one. Uh, it, the volume it speaks that Jason took a team traveling across the country to win – or or to cover a football game is enough for me to tail right there. Um Jesus Christ. I'm still at a lo- at a loss here. I-, I think you guys make some good points, especially Pittsburgh tying to the fucking Detroit Lions at home, mind you. Um kind of a crazy bet to me. But you guys know me and, and you know I, I fuck I-, I love shit like this. So Jay, I'm with you, buddy. Uh I- I'm all over it. Nice.
1: Steelers are one of the worst teams in the NFL covering spreads. <laughs> as soon as I say I it. <laughs> I don't need to look any further than that. I know there's some speculation of Mason Rudolph is going to play quarterback or is it Big Ben. I think there's a huge difference there. And I just think the Chargers at home in a primetime game with 70,000 watching watching down, they're going to win the game. I think they're going to cover this game pretty easily. I, I really don't like the Steelers in this one at all. It looks like all Chargers to me. I think I think the loss of Big Ben if he's out. I don't know about Minka Fitzpatrick. I don't know if he's going to play or not. And T.J. Watt I know is a little banged up. I don't know if he'll play or not. I'm sure he'll he'll find a way on the field. But I got the Chargers all over this one. I'm sure the line's going to drop, so I'm going to wait till around kickoff. So I'm on Chuck, Chargers. You do know
3: that the uh out of those 70,000 fans, probably 50,000 of them will be Steelers fans. <laughs> the Chargers have no fan base. They they it's like it's literally a known fact. Their home games are fucking away games. So I yeah, I think but, the Steelers you're going to see on. terrible towels in that goddamn stadium more than you are powder blue.
1: I think it's just going to be I mean, you got Eckler and Harris, who are pretty, pretty two good running backs, and then Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, and I just, I just see points scored. If Big Ben scores, if, if Big Ben plays, I should say Mason Rudolph plays, they're gonna get blown out. That's what I'm taking Chargers.
2: I'm surprised Haskins didn't start instead of Mason Rudolph. I was kind of, I was kind of like shocked by that, to be honest with you. I thought Haskins would be a little better than Mason Rudolph, who got his swung out by a helmet by Miles Garrett.
0: I totally forgot Haskins was still in the fucking NFL. Holy yeah, shit. He's our, wow.
2: He's our third shirt, I guess.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, Nico, we're going to you here. Our last game before our walks of the week. Make it a good one. We got, I don't know how you can. <laughs> we got the New York Giants at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Monday night football. Right now, Tampa Bay's minus eleven in FanDuel, minus ten and a half in DraftKings, over unders 49 and a half, not going anywhere. Um, go ahead, pal, what do you got?
2: Oh my god. <laughs> I mean Tampa Bay looks Tampa has not looked good the past two weeks. I mean, this is another game you have to wait on just to see if Antonio Brown or Gronk plays. Because I mean you could see Tom Brady is miss is missing his um his secret weapons, if you want to say. I mean he feels most comfortable with Gronk, and I, I feel like he does feel more comfortable with AB than he does with Godwinner Mike Evans. So, I mean, this is another game I'm going to have to sit on. I mean, I know Saquon is back, but the Giants do stink, and 11 is a lot of points, though. Yeah. What's the over-under on this?
0: 49 and a half.
2: I might take the over on this one. I think that's going to be my play for this game. Wow, I think, really? I mean, Tampa's defense has been struggling, and the Giants stink. I think Daniel Jones could put up 24 points, and Brady could put up 44 points. I mean, who knows? I think the over is a play for this one.
0: Okay. Um, Jay, I'm going to take one of your lines. I couldn't give a fuck about this game. Um, Two teams that I don't give a shit about. I mean, the only reason I'm going to watch it because it's Monday Night Football. I'm, of course, going to have some crazy fucking same-game parlaying because I just love lighting $100 bills on fire and throwing them in the toilet, so... Of course, I'm going to waste my money on one of those. But Other than that, I could give two shits on whatever the fuck happens here.
3: I'd i could probably take the Giants with the points. Um, I, I don't quote me on this. I believe Daniel Jones is eight and three against the spread during primetime games, and that's something that I think I could just roll with. I know that the Bucks they they drop two in a row, and they could really come out and lay a licking on. Uh, the Giants, but Daniel Jones, he's proved to play his best under the biggest lights, and I think he has an opportunity to keep it with 11. I think that's fairly reasonable.
1: I'm going to go back to Nico's teaser that he started in the beginning of the episode and add in the bucks to the teaser on this one. 11 points is too much to lay straight for me on either team, but anytime you give Tom Brady a, a touchdown advantage, I'm taking him. So I'm going to add this to the teaser pick.
0: Yeah, I fucking thought that last week when he played the fucking foreskins, and you were sitting next to me, and you watched that one fucking go up in flames.
1: Yeah, that doesn't Hopeless. scare you? How, no, not at all. Betting with Tom Brady never scares me.
0: What the fuck? I, huh, so I just picked a bad week. Then is that what it comes down to?
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, if you want to get in, where on you this been? Teaser,
3: Have we been watching Tom Brady the past twenty years? I think there's there you get three or four. What the fuck was that game?s he yeah, good point. Somebody where he shouldn't lose to. It's every year. It's what the fuck yeah. is that? And then it's February, and he's running out of the tunnel on Super Bowl Sunday.
0: I mean, Jay, that's a great point. I can't really be mad because you know he's <laughs> he saved my ass in multiple scenarios before. So I guess I guess I can't hold a grudge there. A good point. Good point. Now it is time for our locks of the week. All right, Jack, you're up first. We have Thursday night football. I mean, you are you are a Thursday night specialist, which I did not take into account when you first told me what your lock was going to be. So uh, that kind of you know puts a little wrench in, wrench in this for me. So we have the New England Patriots at the Atlanta Falcons. Right now, Falcons are plus seven, plus six and a half in DraftKings. So Patriots touchdown favorites without the hook there. Um over under 47 and a half not really moving much if you're taking the over best odds are in DraftKings other than that it's a pick 'em go ahead pal what are you taking
1: I like when you call me a specialist it makes me feel good
0: <laughs> Well so you're not the you feel... lock specialist so Sorry. Well,
1: everybody knows that I'm I'm a fade specialist when it comes to locks <laughs> I feel pretty good on this one Jason and I kind of collaborated on this pick a little bit and we're going to do the dirty bird special on this one and we're going to take the Falcons plus 7 <laughs> This one is specifically called the Dirty Bird Special, and I think Mac Jones is going to lay an egg in prime time, and I'm going to take the more experienced quarterback and Matt Ryan. It comes down to it, seven, po- seven points is too many. I think the Falcons could score enough points to stay in this one. They might even win this one. I'm going to take the Falcons plus the points on this game on Thursday night.
3: Jock, I'm with you. This is one of those games where it's like – you're going to be watching and say what the fuck. I mean, the past couple of weeks New England's just been pissing on people. And then they play Atlanta and they fucking lose. I I, I think the Falcons are going to win this game. I really do. Mac Jones What the East fuck? End, this, people are people are shroking off Mac Jones for throwing for 190 yards. I'm so sick of the fucking Patriots. Their defense is overrated. They, they were in a war against Houston not too long ago. I mean, they could play down to this level of competition just because they can't rattle off six perfect games in a row. It's not going to happen. There's a good chance the Falcons are going to win this, but I'm going to take the Falcons plus seven, Chuck.
0: I think uh, this one might be a 2v2 based off of Nico's reaction. You guys already know where I am, Patriots. Uh, I just think the Falcons are... Uh, I think this is more of a fade the Falcons bet than a bet the Patriots bet for me. In all honesty, um, so I'm on I'm on Patriots. I'm going to get them minus six and a half in uh, in DraftKings there. And hope hope nobody misses an extra point.
2: I'm in yeah, I'm in um, fade
0: mode for Jock's lock.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, Jock's one and seven. I'm in complete fade mode too. I know this is a kind of a collapse, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm completely fading Jock here. Um, the Patriots are playing really well, actually. So, Patriots minus seven is kind of an easy one for me. So, this could be another two v two to the resume.
0: It is, a t- yeah. This is a second listen, two v two of the week, huh?
1: Listen, I watched Atlanta play the Saints for how many fucking years? <laughs> you know how many? You know how many teams I've I've got? I've gone into Atlanta a week. In New Orleans and saying, all right, let's blow these fuckers out, get it done with. And you look at the score at the end of the game, it's a one-score game. And then it's been on the flip side where Fal- the Falcons have had a really good team and it's been a one-score game. There's, there, Falcons have the ability to light up a scoreboard. Don't let anybody fool you against that. Falcons have offensive firepower and they throw the ball all over the barnyard. They're I also really missing, their, they're, they're missing. They're
2: missing. their best wide receiver, though. I don't give a out. fuck. Scheme, will and, put you in the end zone. And Cordell Port Patterson has a tweaked ankle, and it's Thursday. a short week, and that's who's to throw
3: to the you most in
1: the end zone. Yeah, Mike we game just saw Miami. We just saw
3: Miami beat Baltimore on Thursday. I think yeah. the Falcons are going to give the Patriots fucking issues Thursday. Huh. They're going to give them problems. I'm telling you.
0: Well, I could. I like I said, I don't think it's a bad pick at all. Um. This is, I mean, if if this was any other team, uh, especially at home, I, I'm probably on them. But it's just because it is the Falcons and they're so inconsistent. Like I said, this is not a bet the Patriots game for me. Do not think that. This is a fade the Falcons game for me.
3: And I'm big on like the whole, you know, Matt Ryan. He's probably a Hall of Fame quarterback. He didn't perform up to his standards last week. You know, he's going to bounce back. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he's seen just about every single possible look you could possibly give him. And I'm sure he's got a little sour taste in his mouth from that Super Bowl 28-3 uh, letdown. So I, I think he, he's, he's going to find a way to keep this close. He's got a bad taste in his mouth with New England.
0: Yeah, just, just a little bit, right? Not, not like total resentment.
1: <laughs> disgusting. They're due, disgusting taste. They're due for a home win. They have yet to win at home this year.
0: Wow. It, Holy Falcons fuck. Trends.
1: trends. Falcon, Falcons don't have a home win this year. If there's a time to get it, it's prime time at home. Yeah, they they this, never is, get one. this is the game to win it. This is the game to win it. Uh, this, this gets them back to 500 and puts their name back in the hat. I know they just got their, their dicks kicked in by Dallas. Everybody knows it. Everybody saw it. wasn't on primetime. Go win a big game against Mac Jones, a rookie quarterback. It's a game you should win at home. Go win it.
0: Jock. that's a good point. I mean, look at the fucking 49ers. Eh? They haven't won a home game. Primetime game rolls around, and they fucking wax wax the rams i think that that, that's a good point primetime game need a win at home absolutely um you know this is just is you guys are making more and more points but i already committed to the 2v2 so we're on the 2v2
3: and we were all over the rams yesterday night and they lost it's all of us there's a little trend going on here with these primetime games so it'll be interesting to
1: see how it plays out
0: for sure i'm 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 excited that we have uh a little bit of a two v two here for sure. So we have two two v twos. Like week. I said,
1: like I said though, juice on the points, juice on the points, sprinkle the money line. just yep. to Clarify.
0: Oh yeah, we knew that. Yeah, this was not a okay. this was not a Falcons Falcons money line two v two for sure. So, <laughs> all right, I'm up next. Uh, looking looking to get back to it. You know, I was six and one. Then the Rams let me down. Okay, first time Rams let me down this year. Six and two. So my game, my lock of the week, is the Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. Sorry, Pert. I just do not see the Vikings winning this game. Packers right now minus two and a half. Over-under is 49. Philly, Pert, Vikings going down, dude. Packers minus two and a half. Give me it all day, every day, twice on Sunday. I said that last week with the Rams, too, so maybe I should shut the fuck up with that stupid bullshit. But uh, I see the Packers winning this game for sure. Devontae Adams back. Yeah, I know Jones is out, but as Nico is going to tell you, Dylan's just as good. I kind of smirked and laughed when he said that. So uh, I'm going to let him back me up on that one. But on top of that, I'm going to have, speaking of which, a Dylan anytime touchdown score. So I'm on Packers minus two and a half for my lock. A little bonus, bonus play from Corey. Dylan anytime.
2: Yeah, um, I've been on Green Bay since after the first week. I mean, second week, so say. I love Green Bay here. AJ Dillon is a wrecking ball when he runs downhill. No one wants to tackle him. Minnesota is super inconsistent, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers just is just going to go to town against the secondary. I have Green Bay covering heavy here. I might um, move with the minus six and a half too. So that's how that's how heavy I'm with Green Bay this week.
3: I think you guys are onto something, but I just. The past couple of weeks, I've just been taking the Vikings with the points, no matter what the line is, and they've been making me money. Even though the Packers are, what, are they 8-1 against the spread, 9-1, and one, whatever, I, I think nine I'm going to go with the Vikings again just because, fuck it, they. it's every week during a three-point game. I honestly think the line's going to move more and give the Vikings more points. So I'll wait later in the week and see what happens. But if it did stay at 2.5, I'd probably take the Packers. So this is what I'm just going to keep an eye on.
0: So Jason, you're saying lock it in if you're betting Packers right now.
3: Yes, absolutely. Yep.
0: Um, speaking of which, Jock, I'm going to steal a little bit of your thunder here. Packers seven and zero against the spread in the last seven. So um, kind of played into my decision a little.
2: Aren't they nine and zero in the past nine?
0: Nine and one.
2: No, think. because they didn't cover the first week. That was it. They're 9-0 in the past nine freaking games. Holy fuck. Even with Jordan Love, they covered against the Chiefs. Yeah. No, they didn't, did they? Yeah. yeah they, they were
3: 6.5. It was, was 6.5 six yeah. game. Minus 6.5, and, and it was a 6-point game. How the fuck does
1: that make sense? They were plus 6.5. Plus 6.5. Six oh, okay. He fucked oh, okay. up. Plus oh, 6.5. Six yeah,
2: plus 6.5. My fault.
1: All right. Nice. I found another game to throw in my teaser. I'm taking Green Bay in a 14 teaser now, which wow. is good. I get a little skeptical. It's like skating on thin ice when it gets to four teams. It just makes, gives you that irky feeling. But uh, I'm going to put Green Bay in that teaser and I'm going to go Adam Phelan, anytime touchdown score. Mm,
0: I like that too. He's, he's due for one. He didn't get one. Uh, did he, actually, did he? Did he get one last week, no. last Sunday?
1: No, he, he racked up some yards, but he didn't get it in the end zone.
0: Yeah. I know, I know you had a little touchdown score parlay in there and, and he was in there too. So. Um, okay, well, you know what? I feel I like this this pick a lot. From me, I, I like that. You know, the Packers do have a good enough backup back to kind of kind of take that load now that that Jones is out. So uh, I like this. Nico, you're up next. And surprise, surprise! Some of you might have been wondering, Miami is someone's lock, but it is not Jason's. Nico Deluca is. <laughs> I can't even say it. Holy fuck, keeping a straight face. Right now, we have the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Dolphins minus three. Over under is 44 and a half. Nico, go ahead.
2: I'm gonna say this. Um it's gonna be high odds. So if you guys want to put jets scoring zero points, wow. If you just want to sprinkle like ten dollars on that, it's probably gonna be like plus five thousand. I mean, that's has some that has major value to it. I think that I think the dolphins are gonna freaking kill this team. The Jets are horrible. And I was I was trying to dig for a little bit for the Jets, like see what they have. Well, I typed in the I just typed in Jets and see what I could find. The third thing that came up was Zach Wilson comments on his girlfriend's um Instagram post. That was the third thing that when he typed in the Jets. He calls her <laughs> he calls her stunning. That's how much of a joke this organization is. The dolphins are going to win by two touchdowns plus. What I could fuck? promise you that. I could <laughs> promise you that the Dolphins will kill this team. What the Jets the are horrible. The Dolphins are going to blitz them every single time. I want Zach Wilson to play too because he he will throw five interceptions. They're going to play heavy man, right, Jason?
3: Yep, cover zero, no cover zero. zero. <laughs> and they're going to go.
2: They are going to go after whoever. I mean, e- whoever plays quarterback. I mean, this is going to be a really, really bad game from the Jets. Blind, Brian Flores has a has defensive sheet, and he's been doing a hell of a job the past two weeks. I have the Dolphins covering by a landslide.
0: I'm going to just jump in, keep this short and sweet before Jay goes, because he's obviously going to have the most uh, correct and accurate information here for you guys. Uh, Nico, I'm just going to tell everything you said. I think you're onto something here. Uh, I think the Dolphins have been playing well, so I'm going to be on Dolphins to cover, and I'm going to be on the Jets to put up a big fucking goose egg.
1: Jock, you go before me. <laughs> I was I was hoping you said that because I think you're gonna like what I what I'm gonna say. You guys can laugh all you want. Dolphins are three and seven. I watched two in college a lot. I watched them rally a lot. You're gonna look about five weeks in advance. And the Dolphins are gonna be in wild card conversations. They're three and seven right now. They're gonna beat the Jets, they're gonna beat the Panthers, they're gonna beat the Giants, they're gonna beat the Jets, and then they're gonna have to play the Saints and Titans. And if you look back on the season, they beat the Patriots in New England, and then they have fucking two terrible losses, a heartbreaker against the Raiders and the fucking Jags across the pond. The Dolphins will absolutely blow out the Jets in Metlice, and it's not even going to be close. It's going to be an absolute disaster game for the Jets. Like a franchise mind-boggling blow-up for the Jets.
0: Holy against, fuck.
1: Against the Miami Dolphins. And they've had many we, of those mind-boggling blow losses this year. I think it's going to be another one, too. I agree with you, Joe. We saw a bit of the Miami defense that we saw in previous years. Get in your face, spit in your <laughs> face, man-to-man, Xavier Howard with an attitude, secondary, just – it, that defense is nothing, nothing a joke about. And that's a good, solid defense when it plays up to its potential. When it plays up to its potential, it's top ten in the NFL. Some might say top five. This is a defense that could bring you off the rails and bury you. And I got trust in Tua. Tua will make this interesting. I got the Dolphins by a fucking landslide.
3: I mean, I don't think I can even. I I can't add anything to that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I agree with everything you guys said. I think it it was really great to see Tua get the call from the bullpen on Thursday and really be able to have his signature moment as a Dolphin after all the bullshit he's been going through and kind of save the day for him offensively. And the defense kind of really showed what I expected from them all year that with the, the blitzing your nuts off and the safeties coming every down. And they just really didn't do it in the beginning of the year. And they finally did it, and I think they're going to blow the Jets out
2: by three touchdowns.
0: Wow. Kiss of death again. This one, I feel like a lot of people are it's going to have to have kiss of death. With. I mean,
2: we're, we're, yeah. we're all banking on like 14 plus points.
1: So if this <laughs> the loses the Dolphins, have I'm a chance right now, I'm retired. Dolphins have a chance to win six games in a row right now. And they beat the Ravens, which was a huge, huge step in the right direction. And no, nobody expected that. Now they just have to do what they're expected to do. Yeah, like shake, shake the dust, like shake that that signature that they have of being a basement team, and do what you're supposed to do and beat these shitbird teams that you're going to be playing, so you could give yourself a chance. Jay, Dolphins have, Dolphins are in the driver's seat.
0: Jay, I think one of the most fucked up parts of this is if the Colts do what they're supposed to do, and the Dolphins do what they're supposed to do, they'll be tied at the end of the year. And wouldn't the Colts win that because they're head-to-head?
3: Yeah, but the only thing I'm really liking but is – it is, is it head-to-head or
2: conference? It's it's head-to-head. The it's Colts
3: would own the tiebreaker. So would Oakland or Las Vegas. Yeah. But, I mean, Miami's got to shrink the schedule here. I mean, thankfully oh, yeah. they play a Saints, Saints team with fucking Simeon and a Titans team without Derrick Henry, and then they, they got the, Titans, the Patriots the Titans, at home.
2: We've, we've been talking about this, too. The Titans might be benching – I mean, if Titans keep winning, they might clinch – if they win out, they will clinch the first round by by that week. Yeah.
1: If they win out, so yeah, I, I don't want to get might,
2: we might we might be playing all all, all bench players against you
1: guys too. <laughs> I don't want to get
3: too far ahead. Let, let's just see them beat the Jets and you know replicate what they did Thursday. But obviously, we don't play for them. What's going on in that locker room is what affects the emotions, not what we say.
0: Yeah. My so. oh one one addition. Like she, Finally, it's Mike Kosicki time. Mike Kosicki, anytime touchdown score, I'm all over it. I I may put, I'm not even going to say it. Mike Kosicki, anytime touchdown score, he's going to be about plus 310. I'm all over it.
1: Sundays are Sundays.
0: Sundays are Sundays. Mike Kosicki's catching the ball. Big Penn State boy. All right. Last lock of the week. Jason, after we just fucking inflated your heart there, we got Cincinnati Bengals at Las Vegas at the Black Hole. Allegiant Stadium worked so well for him last week.
1: Uh, Shut the fuck up.
0: Bengals are minus one <laughs> over under 50, 49 and a half in MGM. If, if if that matters to you, go ahead, Jay. What do you got?
3: I've kind of been saying all along that I'm not a fan of both of these teams. I'm, I mean, I'm on record saying it multiple times, but if I had to choose between the two of them, I would definitely take Cincinnati. I just think the Raiders were all that shit going on in the locker room. It's just a recipe for disaster. And I think their season is going to start slipping from their fingers here, and they're going to drop the next couple games. They started off great, but I mean, it's just – you can only take so much bullshit in a locker room. So I I just think Cleveland minus one – not Cleveland, Cincinnati minus one, it's just an easy pick for me.
0: Yeah, Nico just ran – to. he he had to log off, so I'm going to take his pick too. I think he would be with me here, Jay. We're going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to fucking say Nico's going to tell you because I think he would. We kind of have some very similar uh, outlooks on things, and Bengals might one here is a great play, especially with uh, the Raiders, just the way they've been playing. Um, Derek Carr before last week was doing, I mean, definitely over-exceeding expectations, not necessarily now. Uh, I think this is Bengals pick is is a good one for sure. Nice pick.
1: I know Corey's, Corey's going to tell you that he had to log off. Nico was shaking at the bottom of the screen like a leaf. He was pinching his shit so bad. So that's, where Nico, <laughs> that's where Nico went. Uh, and, Jay, back to your pick. I like the pick. I mean, I'm not going to touch it just because I'm not going to watch it. But I know Cincinnati got mixing back, which is big for them. And he has a lot of element, a different element to that offense. And I think he's going to be an X factor in that offense. He compliments Jamar Chase in matchups. Um, so I think they're going to get in the end zone a lot. I think Las Vegas has the ability to spin it. I know Darren Waller's been cooped up a little bit looking for him to get in space and you know, work some matchups against the linebackers and smaller nickelbacks. So I'm going to take the over 49 and a half in this one. I just see points being scored in this game. And I know Las Vegas really didn't put up many points against Kansas City, but that Kansas City defense has been clamping them up. So I'm taking the over 49 and a half in this one. I just see points being scored, looking to get the Las Vegas Raiders out of their scoring slump and in the end zone.
0: All right. Sounds good. Uh, that was it for our locks of the week. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, be sure to follow all of our social media, Instagram and Twitter is at clutch underscore picks one. Facebook is clutch picks sports gambling. Jay, you want to close this out?
1: Uh, no, let's have Jock closes out. Al. All right, Jocky, you got it. Sweet, sweet. All right, guys. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. Be sure to follow my friend Corey McAndrew on Pornhub at C cmcandrew29. <laughs> what on Pornhub. the fuck? He, he just created his at, new profile. At- Add Chubman29, Chode Man, man. Yeah, Man 29 (laughs) He he just created his Pornhub account. He's got everything up there, feet pictures, uh, rubbing his nipples with pepperoni sticks. (laughs) Um, So give it a look. He even sticks his finger in his mouth a couple times. So uh, give it a look. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. Good night, guys. Good night.
0: Sundays are Sundays.
2: The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.